everyone, and welcome to Literary Demerit, a podcast where we take a look at works of questionable literary merit. I'm Siobhan. And I'm Kester. And last week, we started our reading of Blood Raining Night, the fanfiction slash fanime by uh, Reichiru Ketsueki Nekaoni. Yes. Rachel, as I like to call her. Yeah, I like to call the uh, the character Rachel Katsueki Nekoni yeah. and the author Rachel. Whether uh, the author may be an actual uh, teenage girl named Rachel who is masquerading as a uh, someone who lives in Japan and then speaks Japanese <laughs> fluently, or if it's... It's uh, not a very good masquerade. <laughs> Yeah, or if that's all part of the metafiction, because this is another fic that we're not really sure if it's a troll fic or not. I say another fic, but this is actually uh, the only one we've done, aside from my immortal, where we're not sure. Uh, For Biden Fruit, it was was pretty... We're both pretty set on uh, it being I don't know. A... I'm about 99% on this one as well. Yeah, yeah, I am, but there's still that doubt. I, I have to mention it because it's just not confirmed. Yeah, but Forbidden Fruit also isn't officially confirmed. But we're experts on that one. Would you like to give a summary on uh, the chapters that we read last week? Yeah, I would I would love to. Okay, so um, we read chapters 1 through 4 of Blood Raining Night. Uh, our protagonist, Deichiru uh, Katsuweki Nekaoni, is a 17-year-old cat demon girl who works for the Yakuza and is dating uh, Denmark, not not the country, but the character from Hetalia, who I guess is based on the country. The two of them apparently live together. Uh, chapter 1 has her fighting a witch, who she kills by teleporting behind her back, uh, rogue style, and slitting her throat, then drinking her blood. Uh, she apparently has vampiric powers, uh, which is also referenced in this chapter when she thinks about wanting to suck Denmark's blood, but she can't because this would turn him into a demon vampire. Just mentioning this for later relevance. Uh, as she goes to leave, a voice calls to her from the bushes. It's her father. She thought he was dead, but he's come back to fight her. She draws her weapon and threatens him, and he immediately backs down and tells her he wasn't planning on killing her today, but some other time. Uh... <laughs> They goes to train with uh, Inuyasha and tells him about her dad being back. She suggests that maybe they can get uh, the master of the Yakuza to kill him. But when Inuyasha questions if this will be allowed, she says she'll just kill him herself then. Inuyasha tries to talk her down. Uh, he has a pretty obvious crush on her, doesn't want her getting hurt, but she brushes off his concerns. When she goes home to Denmark, it becomes clear that he's aware of Inuyasha's crush on her and is jealous. But he suggests she tra- train with someone else. Uh... She assures him that she'd never cheat. There's still some tension. The next morning, uh, Barry wakes up in a dark room and can taste blood in her mouth, leading her to believe she unknowingly transformed into cat demon form and ate somebody. It turns out she's been captured by Inuyasha's brother, Sheshomaru, uh, who's another person that everyone thought was dead. Uh, the blood taste in her mouth is never explained. Yeah, it's never explained. In fact, uh, his being not dead seems to indicate that he's now a vampire. Sheshomaru wants revenge on his brother, who he blames for their mother's death. He's about to fight Bei when he's re- when she's rescued by Inuyasha and Kagome. Uh, in the ensuing battle, uh, he knocks Kagome out and uh, flies off with her, leaving Inuyasha distressed as he's sure she'll be turned into a vampire too. They returns home to um, Denmark, who, not again, not the country, uh, <laughs> Who again tells her that he doesn't like her spending time with Inuyasha and he's found someone else that can give her training. Uh, so then he introduces her to Korra and we get a bizarre scene where Bei attempts to greet Korra, who is not Japanese, by speaking to her in Google Translate Japanese. 
Uh, they have a very brief training session, and then they break for tea and have a chat. This iteration of Korra is very bubbly. Uh, she turns out to be part angel. She says she hides her wings so that no one tries to rip them off. And she and they become instant friends despite like, stating that she didn't think they'd get along at first. Uh, we also learn that they said it has a half-angel sister, or angel half-sister. It's one or the other, uh, whose name is Yuki. Uh, they goes home, and for some reason Inuyasha's there. He winds up uh, confessing to his crush. Uh, she doesn't shoot him down, but instead she just asks him if he's found Kagome yet, and he's like, uh, no, but thanks for the reminder, I should do that. And uh, then he leaves, and that brings us to chapter 5. Alright, so I'm sure the fic will continue to be extremely normal. It certainly can't get any uh, weirder or more disgusting from here. Well, as you can tell from the summary, it made a lot of sense and it was easy to explain. <laughs> yeah, uh, so chapter 5 is, um, this is like the only uh, chapter title so far that doesn't include the word rain in it. Mm -hmm. But the chapter title is just hentai warning, so I guess that's a chapter title. <laughs> I, I still think they could have worked something about rain in there, or blood, or it being night. I was internally debating uh, with myself over whether or not we should cover this last week, because I didn't want to start with this, but I guess uh, this is what we're gonna do. I mean, there's a hentai warning, so I think we've covered all our bases. Viewer excretion advised. <laughs> exactly. This gets pretty graphic, so have fun. Three. Nya on. There's, like, it's it's not a three-face, it's just, like, the number three. Yeah, she forgot the eyes. Inuyasha took out his big gargantuine dick and touched it. Like all wolves and creatures of the night, he needs loving. <laughs> okay. The moon was full and he could feel his blood boil all over his void. It was mating season, and he needed to find a female. Is this Omegaverse now? The first girl that came to his mind was Reichiru. Just just the first girl that he thought of. Not not that he has a crush on her or anything, just like he's he's trying to think of girls, that's the first one. He was also talking to her, like literally the last chapter in the last scene. So yeah. I'm not surprised. He longed to touch her voluptuous body and kiss her on the neck. He thought about it all night until he finally went to her house. It's a long time to think about something relatively simple. Yeah, so I guess this is morning now. Yeah. Hey, Rachiru, he whispered to her window. D to her window, he's talking to, to her, her window. window. I'm coming in. What? She said. Why? <laughs> Same. You're the only woman I can ever love, and I need you right now. It's time for me to mate. Ow! He howled. Then he came in. <laughs> I don't know how she could possibly turn him down after that. I can't do this! What about Denmark? We love each other very much. She looked into his sparkling blue, sapphire ocean eyes. The lust covered her whole body. Like a rash? Like a rash. But I love you more! He nuzzled her neck with his nose and put his thing against her legs. Let me do it. I hope you guys are all, like, everyone listening to the podcast, I hope you're taking notes on your seduction technique. This is, uh, extremely graphic. Uh, he put his thing against her legs. <laughs> was it, was it a, um, throbbing lavender, uh, male object? A throbbing lavender man fruit thing? It doesn't specify. Yeah. Let me do it. She leaned <laughs> black on the bed and let him into her. They were in love, and they started humping. 
They screeched and moaned, sending horrible cat and dog noises to their neighbors. Finally, after a good three hours, they were done. That, that was not graphic. <laughs> I don't think this needed a hentai warning. There are chapters, uh, like a couple more, uh, I think there's three really graphic sex scenes in this story besides this one, and this isn't, like, graphic. There's definitely other parts of the story that are way more graphic than this, so it's, it's kind of funny that this one got the hentai warning. I love the line, they were in love and they started humping. That's what you do. That was amazing, Inuyasha, she breathed. Yes, it was, he smiled at her. Suddenly, Denmarker burst into the room. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, you horrible rodent people? Raycheru, he screamed. I loved you. Why did you do this to me? It's all my dad's fault, she cried. <laughs> Good one. I wouldn't have had sex with Inuyasha if he hadn't been so consoling when my dad came back. Okay. <laughs> Just inst instantly. She already has her excuse ready. Right. And it's it's a guilt trip. Her excuse is a guilt trip. It's like, you didn't console me enough. Well, it's not really her fault. It's her dad's fault because she wouldn't right. have had sex with Inuyasha if her dad... <laughs> it's very convoluted. Then she woke up. It had all been a dream. Or had it. Distressed, Raytru went downstairs almost crying. The memories of her father were terrible. After her mother died, she had to live with her father. He was very mean to her. Ever since the day she thought he died, a little bit of life was brought back into her soul. I love that all we get of why her dad was terrible was that he was mean to her. No <laughs> description of anything he actually did. He just, he, he wasn't nice. Soul is also spelled like the fish or like the soles of a shoe. Yeah. Now that he was black, she didn't know what to do. I think it's time to mention that, like, back is constantly misspelled as black throughout this entire story. It, yeah. It, it, it just happens so much. I yet to do this intentionally. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like a normal typo people make. It was like the darkest, evilest, worst cloud had come to rain down upon her and shatter her heart with torture. Oh, like a, like a dark cloud of rain mm -hmm. at night. It's not but night. is there blood? There's not, not rain. And, and no blood. But it's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, though, right? A little bit? I've been waiting for you. Denmark came out of nowhere. He was sitting on the couch with his legs propped up on the coffee table. He didn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> he was sitting on the couch. Do you miss me? He wrapped his arms around her and gave her a kiss. Okay, so he comes out of nowhere, <laughs> jumps onto the couch and puts his legs up and then gets up and kisses her. Yeah, since it says he came out of nowhere, but then he was sitting, like he was already sitting on the couch, <laughs> I'm just imagining him kind of materializing already yeah. in a se seated position on the couch. Yeah. Oh, hi, Denny-kun. Rachel looked away. Is there something wrong? No, I'm fine, really. I can tell you're hiding something from me behind that beautiful smile of yours. It was like a heavenly light shone on her ass. He kissed her forehead <laughs> and said, I love you. Now tell me what's wrong. Nothing to say about that. I'm not sure what I could add. <laughs> it speaks for itself, I think. My daddy, I mean, dad, even terrorizes me in my sex dreams. She never called him dad before, because when she last saw him, she as young enough to call him daddy. Once you reach a certain age, you're forbidden from calling your, your dad daddy. Like, even if you're in a culture where it's, like, normal to continue to call your, like, dad by nicknames or affectionate terms, you're just completely forbidden. 
I would also like to point out her dad did not terrorize her in that sex dream. Uh, she invoked him all on her own as an excuse for why she cheated. Uh, it also wasn't a dream, um, as we or, will... Or was it? Or, but we'll soon find out that it wasn't a dream, uh, which makes it extra weird that Denmark is just, like, being entirely sympathetic to her and also doesn't understand what's wrong. It doesn't make sense at all. That bastard, Denmark exclaimed. If he ever messes with you again, I will kill him. <laughs> if he ever appears in your dreams again, I'm, I'm gonna fucking murder this guy. There's nothing you can do! Denkun, there's nothing you can do! With that, Rachel ran up into her own room with Denmark coming after her. She closed the door before he could get in. On the nightstand, there was a bottle of pills. They were the type of pills that made you feel good after taking them. Oh, thanks for specifying. Yeah. That uh, really narrows it down. I said I wouldn't do this anymore. I quit! But the pills were there, tempting her all shiny and blue. She reached out and took one. She did not quit very effectively if she still has the pills on hand. <laughs> I quit! I'm still gonna keep these drugs in my house, right on the nightstand. On my nightstand, yeah. <laughs> where they're readily available. <laughs> right, but I, I totally quit, you guys. No, stop it! She threw the first pill on the floor. She took a second one, and done the same. Like, go flush them or something. <laughs> Turn them into your local pharmacy. But the third one was evil. A pill made to make the addict want to take it. I think addiction already works like that. No, the, it's the third pill that's evil. Oh, oh, okay. I, I like how the the pills are like, they're bad, but the third pill was like, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> A member from the clan going against the Yakuza had snuck it into her bottle. She couldn't help herself and she took it. What was this plan? Like someone, someone just, um, <laughs> someone else from the Yakuza snuck into her house, into her bedroom, um, and put... A pill that's just like the other pills except evil <laughs> in the bottle of pills on her nightstand. And he, he's thinking like, okay, so um, when she goes to take them, uh, this pill will come out third and it'll be evil. <laughs> and it'll make her want to take the pills that she's already in the process of <laughs> taking. Was, th was that the plan? I don't know because we never get any additional information on this uh, apparent like subplot that's going on with the Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we? No! Why? Why? She started downing more pills. They were like terrible candy. She was supposed to feel better with every pill, but she didn't. She just wanted more. It was almost orgasmic. Soon, she found a knife. What to do with it? She thought about it and decided to play with it. I love knives! She was tripping really hard. It seemed to her that the knife wanted to be dug into her flesh. She longed to see and drink the blood. Slowly, she stabbed her shoulder and then moved down to her arm. The blood flowed like a waterfall of pain and bliss. Her tongue touched the red waterfall and she drank it. It tasted as refreshing as a lemonade Capri Sun. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. A weird place to like, um... Yeah, odd product placement. <laughs> it seemed flowing and endless. Her body grew pale and her eyes turned red with excitement. She was going insane. Hate when this happens to me. She could imagine all her problems disappearing into her mouth, being washed away with her blood. Her father wouldn't hurt her anymore. No one ever would. I just want to point out her father, like, hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally just showed up hiding in a bush and was like, I've come back to get you. And she was like, you can't get me. And he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll leave and come back later. <laughs> 
Her eyes rolled to the back of her head, and her blood dripped all over her face. Are you okay? Raycun! Open the door! I love you! Don't hurt yourself! Not anymore! That was a wonderful poem he just wrote. Wow, yeah. I was too late. <laughs> you were too late? <laughs> Gallons of blood was lost from her body, and she passed out on the floor. Siobhan, how could you? You were too late, and now, now they took this <laughs> fucking dead. It's all your fault. I was too late. You were too late. We could have prevented this. I also want to point out, uh, there's only a gallon and a half of blood in the human body. So yeah, she like has, at most. She has lost all of her blood and more. She's a, she's a blood cat demon. I mean, maybe they have extra blood, but regardless, she's lost all of it. <laughs> yeah. Everything stained red. It was hours before Denmark broke open the door and found the bleeding Rachiru. She was badly hurt. She's fucking dead, dude. <laughs> uh, also, hours? It took you yeah. hours to open a door when your girlfriend is in trouble? I don't know. I haven't watched Italian. Maybe this guy's a huge wimp. Regardless, <laughs> if your partner is, like, in trouble on the other side of the door, I think it would take you less than an hour to, like, break down the door or find a way to unlock it or, like... I don't know this guy. Maybe he's just like that. <laughs> Maybe he's just really pathetic. Maybe he had to solve an escape room puzzle, um... Yeah. In order to open the um, door. Yeah. He didn't have the right, uh, numbered bracelets to open the door. She was badly hurt. Inuyasha is owned and created by Rumiki Takahashi. Right, um... I just... <laughs> it's really hitting me as we're going through this chapter again how funny it is that this uh, this opens with a hentai warning. Uh, the sex <laughs> scene is completely tame and almost nothing is described. And then we go into, like, a graphic, like, pill overdose self-harm sequence. Which isn't worn for at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chapter 6. The power within... They typically woke up in the hospital bed after having cut herself a lot. There was bandages on her arms and legs. Her brown and turquoise hair was sweaty and messy. She was wearing her sleep clothes, a red and black top with black pants that had antique writings on them that meant something in demonic townsh. The sheets were soaked with blood and pain. And blood. She couldn't remember what happened the night before. She just remembers hating her father. Where's Denikun? Yeah, I need my Denikun. She rolled over in the hospital gurney, scared and alone. Gurney? Denmark must have. <laughs> She's not in a bed? <laughs> no. She was in a bed in uh, the first sentence, but she's in a gurney now. I hope that clears things up. Denmark must have fallen asleep somewhere in the lobby. Damn it, she hissed. Now I'm all alone. And in pain. Fear not, dear. Yuki came floating down from the ceiling on angle wings. I am here for you. So, wait, so she was just, like, stuck to the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually imagined her, like, floating down. Like she's suspended from a string or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like a, a really cheap theater effect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, half-sister Yuki, I've missed you so much. How have you been, Ritabu asked. I've been alright, dear, but I'm more worried about you. Do you remember what happened? Yuki smoothed out Dade's hair. I remember nothing but being scared and thinking about my father. And Inuyasha, I had a wonderful dream that we were having sex in my mouse, <laughs> my bed. <laughs> I hate when people have sex in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't notice that chap that that typo until I got right up to it and <laughs> took me out. 
They tended to remember everything that night, but she didn't remember everything she had thought she remembered it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for clearing I that I cannot up. parse that at all. Thank you. Rachiru remembered <laughs> Rachiru remembered everything that night, but she didn't remember everything she had thought she remembered it. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Thanks, that explains everything. <laughs> that sentence told me nothing. Net zero information. She, it, I don't I don't understand what's uh, so hard to understand. She <laughs> obviously remembered everything that night, but she didn't remember everything she had thought she remembered it. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I see. I cut myself because I was thinking about my father. No, you cut yourself because you were thinking, I love knives. We read that chapter. You can't lie to us. Well, Yuki has a different theory, even though she wasn't there and has no idea, like, the exact reason why she was self-harming. Well, she's she's an angel or something, so it's fine, probably. No, said Yuki, you cut yourself because you had sex with Inuyasha. It wasn't a dream. Denmark came in and started yelling at you, then you took those pills and they made you forget everything that really happened. What? <laughs> okay. So, is what we're meant to infer that the dream was real, uh, the following sequence where she wakes up from the dream and then goes and talks to Denmark, who, um, pops into existence on the couch and asks if, uh, she missed him. All of that was her imagination, because she took pills and then thought that she had dreamed the sex encounter and... Yeah, the way this is handled in the fanime makes a lot more sense, as as you will see. Yeah, yeah. This is this is very needlessly confusing. I get what it's going for. Uh, it does not pull it off well at all. Oh god, no. Poor Denikun, he must be scared. Whatever will I do, Yuki? They held hands and they cried into Yuki's arm. Just one of them. <laughs> yeah, just one of them. At that moment, Inuyasha came into the hospital room to check on Reitebu. He was holding flowers. I hope you're okay, they can. After last night, are you okay? He wanted to hold her so bad, but he didn't, because he thought it wouldn't be right. And he's correct. Right, but also, I think I think we're kind of past that, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm sorry I got us in trouble. I should have said no, but you needed me. They said that I don't know what I would do without you. You're the only woman I can love. No, she is mine! Denmark busted into the room with bigger, better flowers. <laughs> That's actually a very funny image. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's really good, actually. <laughs> you rat devil! I hope Shishomaru kills you and sucks your blood dry. Just because I actually care about her? Inuyasha crossed his arms in displeasure. Their eyes met, and it was like suffocating ice. Everyone in the room could feel the tension between the two. That's, the, like, the shortest simile so far, and it still makes no sense. Suffocating ice? Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna comment on that one. <laughs> Not really sure what that means. No, because I love her. She loved me first, and she shall love me last. He threw the flowers at Naitu. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be- <laughs> that's gonna really win her over. Both of these guys are experts in seduction. You need to pick between me and Inuyasha. Who do you love? They both stormed out of the room like Thunder and Lightning Brothers that were fighting. <laughs> Evoking a song for no reason, um... They didn't even wait for an answer. Yeah. They don't get it. I love both of them, but my heart can only contain one man in my life. She looked at Yuki, teary-eyed. I don't get it either. Yeah, it, it seems like you do love both of them. It seems like the problem is that they don't like each other. 
and they yeah. want to be exclusive with you, not like <laughs> your heart not being big enough or whatever. I would think that the problem is that she cheated on one guy with the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Dayton. Everything will be all right. You are the most brightest and strongest person I know. No one can bring you down, Ray. I think I need to take a drink, Yuki. Give me some sake, please. You're in a hospital. <laughs> they just have that on hand. Sake is spelled wrong. Yeah, it is. It is. She's in a hospital and she just like bled out. Let's, yeah, come on. Let's thin your blood some more. That's exactly <laughs> no, it's, what it's, you need. It's, it's not sake. It's sake. So it's good. Oh, okay. I can't do that, Bay. Yuki took the sake away from her. Oh, so she, <laughs> wait, she had, she just had some sake, I guess. Suddenly, where did it come from? Yeah, let's follow the sequence of events. She asks Yuki to give her some, <laughs> and Yuki says no and takes it away from her. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure I'm sure the the fanime will will clear this all up. We'll understand everything. Why not? My life is very stressful. She pouted and crossed her arms. Most of the stress is like self-inflicted, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hun, there's something that you need to know. Yuki put her hand on Dei's stomach. You are carrying Inuyasha's child. I'm the mother of his child? Well, not yet. <laughs> I like to imagine uh, the next line is is Yuki being like, yeah, that's what I just said. Are you not paying attention? So um, the baby was like literally just conceived. Um, and <laughs> instantly they know that she's pregnant. Yeah. I guess you could make the argument that... Um, it's Yuki and she's an angel, so she has magical powers, so she can tell. Also, uh, they and um, Inuyasha are both demons, so maybe the pregnancy progresses faster. I don't know. Chapter 7. The rain calls. It was the day of the baby shower, and everything was perfect. She literally just found out that she was pregnant. Everything's perfect. Also, real missed opportunity uh, not making, like, a shower pun in the chapter title because <laughs> this is a baby shower and it's called blood raining night yeah. and they keep talking about rain and nothing is no rain ever happens yuki inuyasha kikio Jokin, and Korra surrounded reichiru with presents i'm guessing these are characters from inuyasha but maybe i don't know i don't think they have a single line of dialogue uh between them so they're here though they're here Thank you for coming, everyone. I'm so happy you're here, especially you, Inuyasha. Reitru smiled. Yes, I had ought fight my emotions, but I felt like I needed to come, even though you- Yeah, it's your baby, dude. <laughs> even though you've only been a little bit pregnant for a few days. So there was no time skip or anything. Like, she's- Yeah, I also like the phrasing of you've only been a little bit <laughs> pregnant for a few days. Like, the past few days, you've only been, like, a little pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> She's half pregnant. Right. Half pregnant, full pregnant consequences. Ding dong! The doorbell rang, and Inuyasha answered it. It was Rin and Shippo. They were 18 and in love with each other. Great. <laughs> so apparently these are characters from Inuyasha, and Shippo is a man in the anime? So either she transed her gender, or this is, like, unintentional. Either way, it's transing of gender, I think. I also like that it's specified uh, that they're they're 18, like, are they not in Inuyasha? Is this, like, indicating that they've been uh, aged up? Yeah, I think they're children in the anime. That would make sense, right? I think most of the characters are, like, teenagers. Oh, and I mentioned that Shippo was, um, was a male. 
character in the anime because uh, this is the next line. Uh, Rin wore a red rose dress and Shippo wore her cute yellow dress. Ever since Sashomaru turned evil, Rin decided she'd rather be in love with a girl than him. So she started dating Shippo. You know, I hate I hate when you're dating a guy and he turns evil and you're like, well, that's it for men then. <laughs> uh, I also like how it specifies uh, Shippo wore her cute yellow dress, you know. The... Yeah, the one that we know that she has and wears. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Rin and Shippo. Inuyasha hugged them. How's my favorite niece? Great, Uncle Inusama. Shippo jumped into his <laughs> arms and he twirled her around. Uncle Inusama. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone uh, use the uh, Sama honorifics for Inuyasha in canon, do we know? I have no idea. I've never watched like, it. I, I don't know either, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. She could have just said Ojisama, and then it would like I literally guess. be Uncle I- Inusama. <laughs> Hello, Ray. You look so lovely, even though you're pregnant. <laughs> She's like three days pregnant. <laughs> it's always also a good thing to say to someone who's pregnant yeah. is... You know, even though you're pregnant, you still look good. <laughs> you may be pregnant, but uh, this doesn't detract from your uh, physical appeal at all. Just so you know. I feel a bit like a mess, and Denmark didn't come because he's still angry, Rachel sighed. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I can still feel the power within you, Cora rubbed Ray's <laughs> belly. This baby is growing stronger every day, and I want to be its godmother. Of course you could be its godmother, next to Yuki, of course. It suits you guys, because you're both angles. Is having two godmothers, like, a thing, ever? Uh, I- uh, First of all, this isn't something that you ask someone. Yeah. Also, what, is the idea that if if anything ever happens to Rei and Denmark and Inuyasha, then Yuki and Korra are going to have joint custody or something? (laughs) Right, like- (laughs) Or maybe uh, maybe Korra's gonna be her backup godmother. <laughs> In the meanwhile, Sashomaru laughed wickedly. Those stupid people, he said. They don't know what's going to hit them. I have them wrapped around my little fingers, and they'll whiff they weren't. He had Tugome <laughs> strapped to a pole with her mouth tied up and wearing nothing but bandage wraps. She was bleeding furiously and nonstop. He had sunken his teeth into her and drank out part of her life. <laughs> She wondered when she'd ever get any help. Inuyasha had been so busy with Reitru, she thought that he didn't care about her anymore. She's clearly it correct. Kinda seems, it kind of seems like he doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Um, he forgot about her and had to be reminded, and he still hasn't done anything. He went to a party instead of <laughs> trying to save Okay, the last, the last time uh, Kagome was even referenced was when Reitru uh, was like, um, Hey, uh, did you ever... Did you ever rescue her? And Inuyasha's like, no, oh shit, I should go do that. Uh, and then he left. But then we found out in the next chapter that he actually just left to go jack off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think she's right. You stupid bitch, Sashomaru Snikers. You can't get away, and no one gives a crap about you. No one will save you. You just wait, she cried. Inuyasha will come and save me. Inuyasha! How is she talking? It just said her mouth was tied up. Yeah, I don't know. Back at the party. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Back at the party, Reitru was opening gifts for her baby. She was opening the gift from Shippo and Rin. Oh, thank you, she said. It's a heart-shaped necklace with a picture holder in it. 
Yes, and you get one too. You can put pictures of your baby in it once it's born. What what did, what do they mean by and you get one too? Um, I think the idea is that it's like matching, uh, like mother and child uh, lockets. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> it. She just said there was one. Yeah, yeah, it's confusing, but I think it's supposed to be a set. You can put pictures of your baby in it once it's born. I like how they um, <laughs> specify. They specify once it's born. You can't put the ultrasound in there. It'd be <laughs> yeah. weird. It's so sad, Rachel thought. My mother never gave me a necklace like this when I was a baby. That's because you killed her. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that. I think I know what to name the baby, Rachel said. I'll name it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, what's she gonna name it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll name it Tenshikuzu. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep going. <laughs> which means... Which means angel dust in Japanese. <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> I'm crying. Let's just finish the, the, the paragraph. It's inspired by her two godmothers. Yeah, her two godmothers, Angel and Dust. <laughs> do you wanna? Do you wanna tell um, us what? Ten okay, uh, because okay. is not that kind of dust. That's like garbage. <laughs> she... Um. Also. Angel dust is a drug, but I'm not sure that she knows that. Um. Yeah, it's a uh, slang for what? Uh, P PCP, I think. Uh, I think so. Uh. <laughs> Wait, let me let me look this up real quick. Um. It's um. Yeah, PCP. Yeah. So um. That's that's a great name for your baby. I I love to name my child Angel Garbage. <laughs> Inspired by her two godmothers. <laughs> oh, thank you! Cora clapped her hands together and hugged Rachiru. She's like, so am I angel or am I garbage? <laughs> oh yes, thank you, Yuki smiled. Her beautiful smile like fresh new snow. Suddenly, Sashomaru burst through the window and kidnapped Yuki. No! Screamed Rachiru. <laughs> you will never hurt him! <laughs> you will never hurt me again! <laughs> he never hurt her in the first place. <laughs> this isn't about you. <laughs> yeah. Your sister just got kidnapped and she's like, well, you'll yeah. never hurt me again. Um, can we back up for a second? What does her beautiful smile like fresh new snow mean? I, I have... <laughs> it was cold and white? <laughs> I mean, her name means snow, but that has nothing yes, to do but with her. That has nothing to do with... You will have to fight me. She picked up a knife and threw it at Sashomaru, barely scraping his cheek. Well, she's she's really putting up an impressive fight. Kill all of them! Suddenly, the room went black, and everyone screamed in terror. Black mist surrounded them all, and a terrible creature started slaughtering people. When the mist went away, the only person that was dead was Jokin. Oh, good. Uh, so it, it started slaughtering people, but it only managed <laughs> to kill one person somehow. Anyway, I think this is why they advise you not to have the baby shower too early. I like how it says, 
the only person that was dead was Jokin, as if it's not a big loss, which I guess it really isn't. He hasn't spoken it one isn't. line. It isn't. He didn't do anything. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> oh no, they killed the red shirt. His eyes were closed and blood was oozing from fang marks on his neck. One of Sashomaru's minions must have donned this. Rin picked up mm. Jogan's lifeless body and cradled it. Korra, why didn't you protect us? Raytru shook her like a raggedy doll. <laughs> why are you blaming Korra? <laughs> I think I think we've determined who is uh, who is Angel and who is garbage in this uh, <laughs> duo. I don't know what happened. Korra cried. Everything was all out of my control. I'm sorry I cooled and protect you and your half-sister. You're an angel, Korra. You're supposed to protect people. You just haven't found your strength yet, unless you were wrong. No, Korra stood up. I am an angle. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Things I say when I'm not crazy. That's right, everyone. Now you know my secret. I am part angle. Everyone except Raytru gasped. I can control light and I can cure people of disease, but I can't bloodbend. Raytru has that gift, though. Why, why does she specify that she can't bloodbend? Is that, like, something angels can usually do? No, but it, 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 it right. just gave, uh... <laughs> they said before that only demons can do that, but it... Yeah, exactly. It, it gives uh, Raytru an idea. Raytru cupped her hand over her mouth. You're right, I can, can't I? She boldly stood up and went to Jokin's body. She concentrated her energy on the blood on the floor and bended it back into his body, bringing him back to life. Her anaguri. That wouldn't work. <laughs> uh. No. Also, weren't we meant to believe that, like, a vampire sucked his blood? Because, like, fang marks were yeah, on his neck? Yeah, because he had fang marks on his neck. I, uh, I guess the... He got attacked by a terrible creature <laughs> in Black Mist. And I guess, like, um... The vampire drank all his blood and then spit it out onto the floor. <laughs> she just bent the blood right back in there. I didn't know I could do this, she said. It's your gift, Cora explained. You can bring the dead back to life. No one else can do that. It's very rare and prized. I know what I must do, Raytru stood up. I can bring Kagome back to being normal. I am M part vampire with bloodbending powers. I can reverse the curse. Um. What's this her being part vampire have to do? with her ability to... <laughs> I think... Also, I think the issue is that, like, Kagome is being tortured uh, by Sashomaru, and he has her held captive. I don't think... I think the vampire... Volksamort has him bondage! <laughs> I think the vampire thing is, like, a problem they need to deal with, like, down the line, but they have a more pressing issue first. Yeah, I think they need to, like, rescue her from being, like, tied to a pole and tortured. Like, that's, that's probably step one here. Inuyasha looked up at her. I must go too, for you and the baby. What's this have to do with the baby? Or Raycheru. Or anything, really. All right, then. She smiled at him with her golden cat eyes. She smiled mm. with her eyes. Yes. I knew I could count on you. Uh, why did she know that? He hasn't done anything that would make him reliable in this entire story. Chapter 8, The Trouble with Angles. Oh, there's no rain in this chapter either. Inuyasha and Reiteru were taking the train to the place where Shishomaru was hiding. Shippo and Rin were cuddling on the back sheet, like hormonal teenagers. Like the one who wrote this story. Also, I don't think uh, you have to specify that characters who you have earlier said are 18 are behaving like teenagers. <laughs> the tracks on the train screeched on the metal train tracks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the 
tracks on the train and the train tracks. (laughs) (laughs) It was a dark, powerful day. But not a night. The clouds loomed with the hint of everlasting doom and hate. But it's not raining. (laughs) (laughs) No. There was a sharp pain and they took his luscious chest. Something doesn't feel right, she said. I can feel darkness inside the soul of one of us. How? (laughs) She felt it in her boobs. I see. Don't be silly, they can. Nobody here is going to hurt us. We're all okay, so don't worry. I love you. That's all you need. Inuyasha put his muscular, sexy arm around her. They to do. Thank you for being here, Inuyasha-kun. The baby needs his daddy around. And you're his daddy. (laughs) Don't leave us, okay? Yeah. She gripped him on his waist. Oh, she grabbed him on his waist. I'm sorry. (laughs) She felt so close to the earth. Why? Why? (laughs) Yeah. The train stopped, and people started screaming in terror. Blood sprayed onto the seats. Andrine. But only Rin. What the hell? She screamed. Who the hell is doing this? Gunshots was heard at the end of the train, and slowly moving up to where the group was. Gahahahaha! Alucard blew it, they to do it, but she slapped it out of her way. <laughs> blew it? <laughs> slapped what? <laughs> I don't know. You're not the only demon here, Alucard. They Teddy stood up and glared him down. Your beauty will not stop me from killing you. I have personal orders from Shishomaru to do away with your ass. Just her ass. <laughs> Just her ass. Rest of her's alright. He held up a double barrel gun at her face. Oh, fuck you, she screamed. I'll kill you in an instant. Nya on. Great comeback. <laughs> Always saying this. You are. <laughs> no, I'm not. Don't do it. You're Gregnant. Inuyasha held her tight as if he were to never let go of her again. She's Gregnant. She's Gregnant. You can't die. Let me do it. He got on his knees and howled into the air. My sister is going to come and she will get to kick your ass. He howled again until the blood streamed from his eyes. The skies grew gray and the stars sparkled. She came riding on a white wolf and hoped into the train with her short brown hair. <laughs> she, she used her hair to hop into the train? What? No, she hoped into the train. <laughs> she thought really hard about it and... <laughs> it was Princess Monokoke. <laughs> Her English name is Mary Laceheart. I, I, first what? of all, it, it's, it's Princess Mononoke from the Ghibli movie. Yeah. Princess Mononoke. Okay. Absolutely no idea where the name Mary Laceheart comes from. Yeah. Uh, also, she's uh, Inuyasha's sister, I guess. Brother, you called? She ran over to Inuyasha. I, I like how Inuyasha's like... Don't worry, I'll do it. And he calls his sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ran over to Inuyasha. Yes, Mary, you must kill this man. Alucard, he's trying to kill us all. Especially Deitere, who's pregnant with my baby. <laughs> he's trying to kill all of us, especially. <laughs> I don't think he's made his motivations really clear. At all. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess I guess he said she, he was on a... Uh, he was acting on Shishomaru's uh, orders, but apart from that, I'll never let that happen. She took out a spear, and her wolf snarled. Human, you will die. No, don't kill him. They typically put herself between the two. I don't want him to die. Why not, Mary snaped? Because he's my cousin. 
We're both vampire demons. We have the same mother. Um, that's not how cousins work. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would make them half siblings. <laughs> oh my god, the next line. Aw, trying to be nice to your older cousin? A little bit of family niceness? How stupid. I'm going to blow your sorry asshole. Alucard cursed and hissed. Weird, weird thing to say to your cousin, but... <laughs> Extremely weird. We don't have to do this, Adachan. Just because you work for Shishomaru doesn't mean you have to kill me. You used to love me. You used to love Yuki, too. Where is she? I don't care for our family relations anymore, and Yuki is all fucked up and asleep. I did her a lot, and now she's in too much pain to fight, he smiled. Um, I... Okay? Um, so... When she says, you used to love me, you used to love Yuki too, I assume he's talking, like, familial. So it's weird yes. that he just ref he just starts talking about how he did Yuki, unless he doesn't mean, no, they confirm that it's sex in the next paragraph. Um, the one thing I was thinking was that, I mean, not that this really makes it any better, but, um... Yuki is uh, his half-sister, and because she's part angel, but I don't think she's part demon, I don't think she's uh, related to Alucard, right? Like, him and they share the demon mother, but, like, do, do they and Yuki have the same dad? Is that how they're related? No, um, they have the same mother, and Alucard also Okay, so they the all mother. three have the same mother. Yeah, she says, uh, my father was a demon, my mother was part cat, so the angel blood- So Yuki would be part demon then, t too. Yeah, but that's never mentioned, um- But it's never brought up. Yeah, this whole family tree is very confusing. <laughs> uh, they're- they have the same mother, <laughs> okay. but they're cousins- um, the way I understand it is that Ray's father is a demon and her mother uh -huh. is a part cat angel. Her mother had two other children, Alucard and Yuki. Uh-huh. So that's, that's the only way I can understand it. Uh, but either way, it, I, it doesn't I make it any guess. better. They're still family. Yeah, it's bizarre. Okay. Not so fast. Yuki suddenly came bursting through the window. Yeah, Snow will do that. And Jem kicked him with, with Mary. You asshole, you don't have sex very well anyway, but thanks for the ride. She's... <laughs> Let's just, uh, get past this. Okay, yeah. Um, she used her angle wings to slap him off the cliff the train was riding next to. That would have been good, like, uh, information to have earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it was very badass. Mary Laceheart giggled with delight. Yuki flipped her white hair and smiled. Yuki has blonde hair. Yuki's hair is blonde and red. Oh yeah, in the in the anime, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's white here. She's just she's having her white haired anime girl moment. Oh, I love to see them scream. Mary smiled. On the floor, Leiteru was face feasting on the dead bodies. She was sucking the blood out of them enough for two. Being pregnant makes her very hungry all the time. Hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. The baby needs to feed. They said. Damn my cousin. He should have never tried to mess with me. They said, we've got a problem. Yuki sounded scarred. It's Korra. She's not who we think she is. Oh, no. That's definitely Korra. She can bend fire, water, earth, air, and light. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Korra is working with Shishomaru. She's under his control. She tortured me. They said, got mad. No, she wouldn't do that. 
She's the one that kidnapped me, Daikun. She's the one that killed Joken. We need to get rid of her. She looked beautiful as she cried tears of sorrow. Korra! Daikun screamed. I don't understand how um, Korra could have kidnapped Yuki because... We literally saw that scene. <laughs> Korra, was, Korra was in the room with them. Right. It's not, it's not like we, the audience, could have been misled about what happened there. We saw it happen. It also says specifically, Sashomaru jumped through the window and kidnapped Yuki. Not Korra. Yeah. This is like a murder mystery, but it doesn't make any sense. This is like a, um, a mystery where, uh, you don't, you don't get the evidence <laughs> until, like, the crucial moment, right? There's no way to solve the mystery in advance. <laughs> um... So the next chapter is chapter nine, Heavy Rain of Love, and it says at the beginning, mm. Sir Svalant Hentai Warning Papuls, the men will find the second scene especially sexy. Nya on! This is a lie. No one will ever find <laughs> anything in this chapter sexy. It is extremely disgusting and violent, and uh, I should also mention there's a lot of like fetishy bits of uh like Korra's skin tone and it's very weird yes so it's also like racist uh yes so let's just start it chapter nine heavy rain of love so Shomaru and Korra were having a ball they were drinking wine and looking into each other's eyes they were deeply in love and Korra was his dirty bitch mistress she was wearing a tight leather outfit with her breasts peeking out of it her hair was tied back, and she spoke in a deep voice. She was picking grapes off of a grave vine and feeding it to him. What? <laughs> Are they still on the train? <laughs> what would you like, master? She smiled at him and kissed him on his dick, and he howled with delight. <laughs> he just howled? I am here to serve you and give you anything you want. I want you to open your silky mocha thighs, bitch. He whipped her. Yes, master, she said, and opened her legs. He was about to stick it into her when she slapped his cock out of the way. You serve me! She pinned him down. Cora used her earthbending powers to bend a rock into a dildo. You're such a bad boy, she said, and started butt-fucking him with the rock didlo. <laughs> okay. Oh god, no! Sashomaru screamed, and his ass bleed like diarrhea. Oh, this is so sexy. Oh, I'm, this I'm, is really, I'm, really sexy. Oh god, I gotta I got jack off right now. This is too sexy. No means yes. I know this, because you do it all the time. Cora smiled and continued to screw him. She put her shapely ass on the other end of his of the dildo and started doing herself while on top of Sushomaru. So it's like a double-ended one? I mean, she made it herself, so... I, I mean, I guess it could be. It just wasn't specified before, and it seems like that's the sort of thing you would mention. Once she gave him an orgasm through the ass, she rolled him over and sucked on his dick. <laughs> The, um, <laughs> the underrated ass orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're being obedient, he said. He smiled and rubbed her boobs. She's not being obedient. He didn't, he didn't tell her to do that. <laughs> she just started doing it. <laughs> he took his dick out of her mouth and stuck it between her titties. Oh yes, I love this. Your beasts are so lovely. His <laughs> eyes rolled into the back of his head and he laughed with pleasure. <laughs> Naked heaving beasts. Sushomaru-kun, I want it in my pussy. Could you please do that? Please! She whimpered. 
I've got a better idea. So Shomaru ripped off all his clothes and turned into a dog demon. This is not a better idea. <laughs> he mounted her like a dog. <laughs> he mounted her like a dog and did her doggy style. When he did her, he bit her on the neck. Okay, so... Which part of this was the part that men were supposed to find especially sexy? Oh, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think I'm going to come, chorus screeched. Me too, Sashomaru smiled. They pushed and pulled. Oh, good, Cora gasped. He came right into her. His juices were dripping out of her. That was fantastic. Cora and Sashomaru cuddled. Sashomaru, do you really love me? She looked into his eyes in search of an answer of love. They twinkled. Of course I do. But he was lying. <laughs> no, I couldn't have inferred that from the sex scene or anything. <laughs> He only wanted her for sex and war. She didn't know, though. <laughs> and war? And war. And war, okay. <laughs> it's like um, Sun Tzu's uh, famous <laughs> The Art of War and Sex. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It's a package deal. He would never tell her in fear of her leaving, I've loved you the most. Ever. Okay. But you may love Takagome, too. Fuck, Kagome, I love you, but her breasts are bigger and nicer than your- uh, I mean, yours are so much better is what I mean. No! <laughs> Why did you just say that? Cora got mad. That little bitch! I'm going to kick her ass! She stormed out of the room with the rock dildo. Sushomaru put out his arm. Wait, Cora! Cora stormed into the dungeon where Kagome was. You little bitch! I'm going to fuck you up big time. Now here it is. Get ready. They say that, okay. that the men will find the scene especially sexy. Mm -hmm. Kagome was all helplessly chained up and in bondage. Wh what are you going to do to me? Inuyasha! Inuyasha isn't going to help you now, Tard. He's knocked up. This keeps happening. <laughs> it keeps happening. He's knocked up his friend and doesn't give a damn about you. He has tears calming from her heart rolled down her cheeks. Kagome cried and mourned over the loss of her lover. Stop that! Cora slapped her in the face with the bloody dildo. I'm going to shove this in you and tear you to shreds! Cora stuck the dildo inside of Kagome and smashed it into her uterus. No! That hurts! Kagome cried even more. Blood was calming out of her eyes. Cora thrusted it so deep into her that it tore through her uterus and she bleed all over. Since Kagome is a vampire, she can't die, and so she lived on. Korra kissed Kagome on the mouth. There you go, bitch. Enjoy your damn orgasm. She walked out of the room. Well, if she came from that, I'm impressed, because no one else did. Not even the men. I think we need to stop now so you can go, uh, so you can go jack off, because that scene was so sexy. It was, it was so sexy. It was the sexiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Alright, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, and yeah. then... We are going to come back, and we are going to look over some more of the fanime. I was trying to think of which episodes we were doing, but uh, I think it's episode... We're only doing one. Yeah, we're only doing one. All right, so I'll see you after the break. See you after the break. So, uh, this time we only watched one episode, uh, and 
I think that's what we're going to do, like, uh, moving forward, because uh, the episodes get longer, and you can't really match it up with the uh, the fanfic anymore, because everything kind of happens out of order. Yeah, it's not really one-to-one after, like, the first few episodes, and also, even though the episodes aren't a lot longer, there's, like, um, there's a lot more that gets packed into them, because there will be, like, uh, you know, montages and, and shit like that. So... Episode 4 uh, starts with the Elfin lead opening again. It takes up nearly half the episode, even though Yeah, I'm getting really longer. into that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, damn, maybe I should watch Elfin lead, the opening slaps. Oh my god. And then god. I'm thinking, but, but I would be watching Elfin lead and I would be thinking about Blood Raining Night, so I'm not sure I, I can actually do it. Uh, I mean, Elfin Lead is, like, specifically the anime that you watch when you're 11 years old on your family shared computer, and you, uh, really hope that no one, uh, ever catches you watching it, because then your parents would ground you forever. Okay, well, I didn't- I didn't watch any anime until I was 15 years old and saw, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, so, um... <laughs> I, I- I mean, I would really love to, um kind of uh share the experience of elven lead with you because you obviously missed it and yes um i was deprived as a child yeah you were deprived of the trauma of watching elfin lead as a child but anyway mm -hmm. um so this time at the end of the opening there's some fan art and some of the fan art is just like i probably stuff she did herself um I forget what it's called, but it was this really popular thing in, like, the mid-2000s where you would take a screenshot of an anime character and then go into, like, MS Paint and you would trace over some of the hair or stuff. Oh, yeah, um, this used to be, like, a whole thing on, uh, DeviantArt. She's on DeviantArt, right? Yes. Uh, where people would make templates and it was just a traced pose from, like, uh, you know, official art of an anime girl or something. Yeah, one time when I was... 12 i uh did a tracing of like an anime character and people told me it was against the rules and i got really mad at them um, yeah it was it was called like base edits or something right like there would there would be a base that someone would upload which was just like a blank shape of the character's body and then you would draw in the actual details i just used straight up screenshots uh but i guess there was a better way to do it Either way, uh, it's... Yeah, yeah, or you could just take a screenshot and draw directly over it. I just remember that it was a big thing on DeviantArt, maybe still is, where people would just um, take screenshots and trace them and then upload what they trace so that other people could use it too. Yeah, and then be like, this is my OC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that in the fan art. Sometimes you see them at the, uh, at the fan art segments in the episodes but right either way the opening's basically the same uh i'm still i'm still really loving uh how she uh she put the the lyrics on the <laughs> on the screen <laughs> um but clearly has no idea what's actually uh being said uh, on her channel there's one video where she puts like the full opening of uh <laughs> but it's her singing and it's awful <laughs> oh boy I'm gonna have to check that out. Or maybe not, because I'm actually not sure if I want to listen to that, but... Um, well, getting to the actual episode, uh, it opens with Denmark reading a book, and, um, he hears Raytru, I guess, on the other side of the door, and the door is shaking. Mm-hmm. Which suggests that Ray and Inuyasha are, like, having sex against the door, but then he bursts in, and they're in bed. 
Now it's like uh, what I was thinking was it's it's kind of like in uh, in The Sims Four, uh, you know, when when you're like living in an apartment building and you have neighbors and they're being really noisy and you see the door shaking and you have, <laughs> yeah. to, you have to send your Sim over to pound on the door and tell them to shut up. Yeah, it's exactly like Sims Four. It's basically exactly like Sims Four, so that's what I was picturing. Um, so he bursts in, uh, and and uh, Raytru is is smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Which is like funny in and it's, of it, it's called itself. a bunt. <laughs> yeah, she's smoking a bunt, and um, this like also implies that she finished having sex, took out a cigarette, lit it, and started smoking it in the time it took for Denmark to get to, to open the door. the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So maybe maybe they were having sex against the door, and then they like really quickly jumped in bed <laughs> when they heard him coming. <laughs> Ray never smokes anywhere else. It, it's just here. It's just here. It's just to have the, like, visual metaphor or, you know, that, like, common film trope of character smokes cigarette after sex. He he was also, like, reading outside the room the whole time. And, mm-hmm. like, if we're to believe they had sex for hours, just like in the fic, uh, like, he was there the whole time in the other room and then just didn't notice. I don't know. He might have been at the market eating a Danish for part of that. Um, <laughs> so... Which is the other thing that he does. I don't know. Um, I... I do have to say, though, um, as ridiculous as this whole sequence is, like, it's very silly. Um, it also does a much better job at getting across what actually happened mm-hmm. than the fanfic does. Yeah. Because it... we're from Denmark's perspective. So we know for sure that uh, they actually cheated on him. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, it was all a dream, or was it bullshit? Like, we yeah, know. That was really weird. Yeah. And uh, to Rachel's credit, uh... In the fanime here, she actually, like, instantly apologizes to Denmark. No blaming her dad. Uh-huh. And she runs into the bathroom and starts crying tears of blood, which, mm-hmm. like, honestly makes more sense that she would, like, freak out uh, in this instance than, like, whatever happened in the fanfic where he tried to comfort her and this upset her so bad that she ran yeah. <laughs> into the bedroom and locked herself in. This is, like, the version of this scene that makes sense, which, I mean, it still doesn't make sense, but you can follow it. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, the next sequence uh, with her taking the pills is, like, uh, I don't know how to say this. It's surprisingly decent. Like, obviously the art is still terrible and all that, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it demonstrates some understanding of how to de- depict this sort of sequence in an uh-huh. anime, like, I would say. Yeah, it, it's, um, it's... It's not very well drawn, but right. But I understand perfectly what's going on here. Is that like she's having a bad trip and right it causes her to self harm. There's like yeah, she she takes the drugs. There's a close up on her on her pupil uh, dilating afterwards, uh, and then like a quick sequence of shots of her, you know, taking taking the pills, uh, freaking out after having taken the the pills. There's like. There's a shot where the label on the pills goes from saying, like, uh, the happy pills to sad pills or, or something. You know, like, it's, uh, it's, I, very, it's very silly. I, I wrote it down. Like, during the whole sequence, um, mm-hmm. like, she starts to going crazy and heavy metal music's playing. Yeah. Um, and the pills say, uh, feel bad, take one now, instead of feel good, take one every yeah. two hours. Like, it's it's really silly, but at the same time, like... I understand what is being invoked here. I yeah. have I've seen the actual professional version of this scene. I I understand this. It's also less graphic and can conveys exactly the same information. Mm-hmm. 
when she takes the first pill, she, like, sticks out her whole tongue. Yeah, she sure does. And I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, during some stills in, th- mm-hmm. like, throughout this episode, uh, her dad is watching from the window in a few frames. <laughs> I, I didn't. It's actually pretty subtle. Like, yeah. Credit where credit is due. Yeah, um... The other thing is that when she is uh, taking the drugs and uh, having a bad trip, uh, self-harming, etc., she also um, has a little uh, flashback uh, to her childhood. I don't know if we want to go into detail discussing this yet because we'll get the reveal about what happened later. I think it's pretty obvious what happened. Right. Uh, you can definitely uh, draw some inferences from what we see here, but it's a, it's a vague little flashback to um, her mother's death when she was a child. Yeah, and her father, like, um, abusing her. Yes. Uh, and he actually... It, it, the scene itself would be, like, pretty disturbing and sad if <laughs> her dad, like, says, like, you stupid bitch, and it's, like, pitched down yeah it's just like oddly slowed down so it's just like weirdly hilarious right the whole the whole thing seems very um i don't know it's it's very strange because all the dialogue throughout that bit is kind of distorted i mm-hmm. guess as part of the like uh flashback effect so the dad you know being being pitched down and and sounding weird um like that's goofy but Everything that's said in that scene sounds equally goofy, so you're yeah. just kind of watching it like, what? It, it's but also... At, go yeah. on. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, like, at the at the same time, we didn't have the scene in the fanfic at all, and this does a much better job mm-hmm. at, like, uh, giving the scene some weight. Like, oh, now we know why she takes quote-unquote happy pills. Uh-huh. And uh, in the fanfic... We don't get an explanation for why she hates her dad until, like, the halfway point, maybe, like, even further than that. Here, it's obvious that he is physically abusing her. Yes. So, we know why she doesn't like her dad, and we don't get that in the fic. We're just, like, expected to be like, oh, she hates her dad, so it must be justified. Well, the most she said about it so far was, like, uh, her dad was mean to her, right? Yeah. Like, extremely (laughs) vague. Yeah. Uh, literally any child could have this complaint about their dad at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, you know, um, it doesn't mean anything. But just that it's grounded here with this flashback where we know, like, okay, something traumatic actually happened. There's probably a reason why she has a prescription bottle of uh-huh. some sort of upper medication. I don't think it's even prescription because... Um, well, it, it has a label saying how often she's supposed to take them. I guess so, but it also says in one still, I can't remember if it's a shot of the bottle in this episode or a different one, but it says, like, feel, uh, <laughs> visit feelgood.com for more details or something <laughs> like that, which is something that you'd find on, a, on on over-the-counter medication, not, like, a prescription one. It would just be, like, contact your, your pharmacist or your doctor for more information. Yeah, 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 but... We get so little information on the drugs in the fanfic that it's not clear if um, she was taking these and developed a problem because uh, she was attempting to manage her symptoms of, you know, trauma, Mm -hmm. whatever, uh, 
any like depression grief associated with uh with all of this uh or if she just started rec recreationally using something because all we hear is it's the type of pills that make you feel good like okay that could be anything she could have gotten that anywhere she could yeah. have been taking that for any reason it tells us nothing yeah, so, like, in essence, this scene is actually very good. Of course, it's animated and drawn horribly, but if this scene was in a better animated show, it would be a solid scene. We're also talking about a scene that's, like, like everything we've talked about, this is, like, two minutes tops, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of information that actually is conveyed to us fairly quickly. One thing that's weird is that, you know, like, the, the Capri Sun simile that happened in the <laughs> yes really weird we actually yes. yeah we actually get a, a shot of a capri sun um flashing by really fast um, <laughs> in this sequence and and like she she like squeezes the capri sun and we get flashing images but it's like it's actually the knife and it's causing her to bleed but she thinks it's it's a capri sun or something and the capri sun like splashes all over her and it's like okay but why did it have to be a brand name yeah it's it's really funny and i actually uh i didn't connect that back to her using the capri sun metaphor in the fic at first like i was thinking like oh yeah like i get i get the visual language here right like um she's under stress um she's inflicting violence upon this uh upon this poor innocent capri sun i'm just thinking like why is it specifically a, a capri sun but of course that's why come on respect the pouch so uh the sequence ends pretty abruptly and river flows in you is playing again and she collapses on the floor denmark is banging frantically on the door and um i just want to mention a bunch of stills in this uh episode are like obviously drawn by a different person yes uh if we're gonna if i guess who did it it would be yuki who has her own deviant art um again mm. uh only a character in like the metafiction um it's probably the same author overall but yeah uh not explaining myself very well here but but, no, know. I I I get what you mean. Like it's probably actually the same artist, but there's a different style being used for some of the shots that makes it appear as if it's a different person. And if we're playing into the metafiction, it's probably Yuki. So yeah, he's banging on the door, and as he does, like, you know, Yasha like sheepishly peeks out from behind a corner and goes, "Yes, is true okay?" <laughs> Which yeah. makes it seem like he doesn't really care that much. Um, I forgot to mention before, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, when she runs away crying into the bathroom, he's just, like, lounging on the bed. Yeah. And it's, he like, doesn't, this... He doesn't get up yeah. or really react to any of that at all. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, the same picture. It's just, like, poorly pasted into, um, like, the scene. I, I, there's so much about this, this fanime that, like, I can't describe because you have to, like, see it to believe it. I'm gonna assume that, um... He hit the bunt a little too hard right before yeah. Denmark opened the door, and so he's couch locked, and he's just kind of laying there like, "What?" Well, we don't know if like he even smorked it. Well, this is this is my explanation. Yeah. Is I okay. think he did, and I think he's couch locked, and he's just laying there like, "Dude, am I like a dog? <laughs> I have ears on my head." <laughs> is is Richard okay? Yeah. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> So, 
Denmark bursts open the door and he goes, she's badly hurt. And Rachel is like up on the floor, like bleeding. She looks deflated. Her butt is up in the air. She's yeah, she's like crumpled. (laughs) Yeah, I can't describe how funny this image is. It's really good. So that's the end of that scene. And there's an establishing shot of a building where the sign says vet veterinary for people with animal qualities. I wrote it down. Which is awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of an unwieldy title for, for a business, but I respect them. The FPWAQ, something like that. Um, yeah, for sure. That's that's totally easy to say, so that's probably what they call it. Uh, Rachel lies on a hospital bed and she gnaws in her sleep, but she's okay. She's She's got a band-aid on her face and sh- some bandages on her neck. Yeah. Even though she didn't injure herself on her neck, but whatever. <laughs> and it's for the aesthetic. The next shot is Denmark with the doctor, mm-hmm. and he's holding out like the paper, the diagnosis, or something. And I, you're looking at this image, right? Well, not right at the second, but I, I watched it right before we started recording, so. I know what you're talking about. Denmark has his arms in a shrugging position Mm -hmm. and he doesn't move this whole time. And the doctor goes, the baby is okay. Yeah, very weird delivery. Yeah, and then there's like a five second long pause and Denmark (laughs) goes, what? And then it ends. And that's how it ends. It goes straight to credits, yeah. (laughs) I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious. Right, like, uh, there are so many moments, um, I guess in this entire show, really, but this this episode has, like, several where um, it's clearly supposed to be, like, a dramatic moment, but it's just absurd. Like, also just uh, thinking of how the sequence of her tripping ends, um because, like, the music cuts out abruptly and you just see her, like, crumpled on the floor in the bathroom. And I know what, like, the actual version of the scene is, right? And it's it's pretty brutal. It's like when you come out of the, the crazy trip sequence and it's over and you see this character has just devolved into a complete mess over the course of however much time has passed and you're still disoriented from having seen that whole sequence uh, and this snaps you right back to reality instantly Uh you know what the situation is it's bad uh but it's too late to do anything except it's just like this ms paint drawing of this (laughs) girl with like her ass in the air and her body's all crumpled up on itself yeah and then these dudes like awkwardly peeking in like "Uh, is she okay (laughs) like like, i know exactly what it's going for but it's so comical like the end result yeah yeah so uh absolutely the best episode so far not just because of how funny it is but how like well i i i understand what they were going for and it sort of succeeds it tells the same story that uh the corresponding chapters of the fic were were telling uh in a much more succinct way Uh uh-huh it's also like it's less uh gratuitously violent Mm -hmm. than uh the actual chapter five description of her self-harming which is just, yeah. it's just nasty and it doesn't yeah. 
It doesn't humanize her at all. We don't get that flashback. We don't get any reason why she's doing this. Uh, so it just it just seems crazy and gratuitous in the in the fanfic. Uh, she comes across really really like mean when she uh, she cheats on Denmark and then is like, well, it's my dad's fault. Um, yeah. And Inuyasha comforted me with like the implication of, and you didn't. Yeah. Um. So so she comes off like like such a dick in the fanfic and and the whole thing is confused because we don't know if it's his dream sequence or not until after the fact absolutely this is a much more effective way of telling the same story Mm -hmm. like even though they're both like ridiculous nonsense uh and obviously bad on purpose but Mm -hmm. this tells that story a lot more effectively yep um so that's uh that's it for my notes um do you have anything else to say? I think that's about it. Um, yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, I think this is the strongest uh, episode so far. And I'm excited to get into the rest of the anime because I think it, it kind of yeah. evolves in a direction different from the yeah. fanfic. Yeah, And I think there's also more, like, um, I don't know if, like, artistic flair is the right term, but... <laughs> uh, it feels to me like uh, Rachel has some understanding of how an anime is supposed yeah. to work and how you tell a story in that medium, uh, whereas she has zero understanding of how to write anything coherent. Um, so the the anime feels um, easier to follow than the fanfic. All right. Well, um... especially at this stage. Next episode, we go to school. So oh, speaking of which, uh, yeah, and, and we also meet the best character, Mina. Um, so uh, Rachel's definitely trying to make the anime more anime. Just school appears out of nowhere, but uh, we'll talk about that more next time. Yeah, um, I love to go to anime school. It's always normal there. All right. So that is going to be all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Twitter or Tumblr at Literary Demerit. We upload new episodes every Friday. You can find us on Patreon or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks so much to Love Me Electric for the use of their song, The 30 Rack Anthem. You can find them on Spotify and Apple Music. And remember, we don't own anything. All credit to the original owners. Nya on. (laughs) Nya on. (laughs) 